My friend, I am such a big believer that your mindset is everything. It can really dictate if your life has meaning, has value, and you feel fulfilled, or if you feel exhausted, drained, and like you're never going to be enough. Our brand new book, The Greatness Mindset, just hit the New York Times bestseller back-to-back weeks. And I'm so excited to hear from so many of you who've bought the book, who've read it, and finished it already, and are getting incredible results from the lessons in the book. If you haven't got a copy yet, you'll learn how to build a plan for greatness through powerful exercises and toolkits designed to propel your life forward. This is the book I wish I had when I was 20, struggling, trying to figure out life. 10 years ago, at 30, trying to figure out transitions in my life, and the book I'm glad I have today for myself. Make sure to get a copy at lewishouse.com slash 2023mindset to get your copy today. Again, lewishouse.com slash 2023mindset to get a copy today. Also, the book is on Audible now, so you can get it on audiobook as well. And don't forget to follow the show so you never miss an episode. So now you get a sense, wait, there's a feedback of information in this universe. Mm. It's not all random. It's not all isolated. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, a former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Whether you're searching for a home to buy or you're just obsessed with looking at homes for sale, Redfin's got you covered. You can favorite homes, share listings with others, and even schedule tours with a local Redfin agent, all in the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process. They know how to help you win the right home at the right price. So download the Redfin app to get started today. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. I know people are going to want some responses from you quickly about manifesting. And we were talking about this beforehand about understanding who you are, consciousness, and who you are related to the world that we're in. I'm curious, for someone who needs support and understanding how to create or attract or put something into the world, have an idea and make it a reality Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. faster, What would you say to that question about alchemizing an idea and bringing it into reality uh, and creating more abundance in your life? Well, you're right. It has to do with understanding who you are. But mm. And the thing is, in understanding who you are, you have to understand what you are. You see, this, this it's not... And, and your relationship to the rest. Because if you're trying to manifest, if, you, if you're 
wanting to manifest already, first of all, you have to understand the mechanics on how that happens. Mm. How did it all manifest itself in the first place? Like, how did you get here? What, what are you? How did you get here? What are you? How is it working? Like, are you working with forces that you're not aware of? Is there mm. things that are happening that you don't know? Like, uh, think of the electromagnetic spectrum. Like, we see so little of the electromagnetic spectrum. We see just a teeny bit of what's actually there that's happening in the field between you and I, between everything. So, like, becoming aware uh, and understanding the mechanics of this experience we're having we call life <laughs> is really critical. And, and so... At the basis, like not just in a conceptual notion, not just in a philosophical way, not in a just in a spiritual way, but like really how it works, right? Like what are the mechanics? So what are we working with? What are the mechanics of what we what we are and what we're made up of and what the universe is and made up of and how we can navigate who we are, what we are, with the, the energy and the material around us. You decided to start with the easy <laughs> question, right? Exactly. <laughs> right. Well, you know, this is something that humanity has been exploring for a very long time, right? Like, what is this reality? How did it manifest? What is it made of? How does it work? I mean, that's the basis of physics. Physics, you know, physical theory is the theories about how the physical world function. Mm -hmm. So there's that, right? And then there is certainly some kind of set or flow or dynamic of information in this physical world that makes it so it's highly organized, it's highly coordinated, right? And eventually it produces a person that, or an animal, like mm -hmm. some kind of thing, that's able to turn around and wonder how it's working. Right. Right? Which is non-trivial. And think about itself. And yeah. can think about itself. So it has self-awareness, what mm -hmm. we call consciousness, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, and that part has typically been left out of the equations. Like, eh, fair enough. The first step would be like, well, let's try to figure out what the material world is made of before we add the complexity, you know, it's called a hard problem in physics, the hard problem of consciousness, uh -huh. right? So, you know, acceptable path to like start by understanding how this thing works. Problem is that the tendency is to divide the fields of investigation, fracture, Right and and, and what, what what are the divisions? What are the fields? You so, mentioned? for instance, quantum theory, uh -huh. uh, cosmology, biology, consciousness study. You know, physics, uh, energy, uh, spirituality, and spirituality. All this stuff is like uh, all pieces that have been very uh, divided and very much subdivided. Like, for instance, in, in one single field of physics, you can have hundreds of subdivisions, right, mm -hmm. of uh, different fields um, and 
these people that are working in these fields typically work on a very focused point in that field and they don't necessarily talk to the other guys in the field right beside them or in the the, and so and they all have their beliefs and viewpoints as well probably right right and their expertise and their Mm -hmm. jargon and and the way and their formalism on how they write the math and the physics and all this for this and so and they're not necessarily compatible with the other languages um and so on and so it's very rare that you can pull out, right? That you can pull out and and see the whole together, the holistic view. I like to call it, right? Um, the like with W H O, right? Yes. The whole thing, right? <laughs> and and so um, and so this um, this method of doing science has very successful. Um, effects in terms of getting the details of everything, but has a large uh, downside is that you start to lose the picture of the whole thing. You start to lose the understanding of the whole thing, how it interacts, how it works. And you start to think that all these things are separate, right? But it's not all separate. Clearly not. And when did you start connecting the dots between all these different intersections and areas of focus? When, when was that process for you? Um, well, I came from a completely different angle. Um, and I was not like... Uh, you know, uh, classically trained. I, I, I was having a hell of a time at school, though my father, you know, is one of the most revered child psychologists and worked on theories of education and was the director of the education department at the University of Montreal. And mm. before that was, you know, uh, was he, his thesis director was Piaget, the father of child education wow. and so on. And so, you know, um, I was having a hell of a time. Um, and so I think that naturally I had this holistic view. And so it's not like I put the dots together. It's that I had to study the different fields that had been separated mm-hmm. in depth to see the relationships. Interesting. Yeah, that the relationship that was naturally apparent to me. From a holistic view. From a holistic view as a child, like as a 10-year-old going around the world going, wow, you know, how is this thing organized? Like there must be some higher, you know, sets of information or like some, you know, some geometry, some function that's allowing all this to work together. Like how does the bee know to go to the flower? Why is the bee on the same planet as the flower? Right. Like, how did how did this whole thing come together? Like, what is the connective uh, tissue of this reality? What is the the connective tissue of this reality? Well, eventually I found it out, but it took me (laughs) it took me 35 years of physics. And before that, a few, you know, a a good 20 years of meditation, you Uh know, but um, this was eventually 
clear. Like I started looking for the pattern. I, I figured that I figured early and it came from early class in geometry and in dimension. Mm -hmm. uh, and actually famous geometer Buckminster Fuller I had the same problem at school when he was taught dimensions. I realized that you can't um, extrapolate um, fundamental mathematical theory, you know, like the way we write math, for mm -hmm. instance, right? So we write math on, we have very specific, fairly strict, you know, um, approaches that axioms, right? So uh, that we go by. And uh, so, for instance, we have axioms in, in dimension that starts with a dot that doesn't exist called dimension zero. And, you know, you, you make a bunch of dots together and make a line, right? The teacher went to the blackboard and did that. As soon as he put a dot and said it didn't exist, I was, I was lost. I was already gone. Like, because from the holistic approach, the dot, if it's on the blackboard, is because something's happening. It's uh -huh. existing. Sure. It's not, you know, the idea that it doesn't have a dimension is a concept of man. Mm. If I shrunk down to the atomic structure of the chalk on that on that blackboard, it's a whole universe happening down really? there, right? Like you know, there's billions of atoms that make up that chalk. And that little dot. And, and that little dot. And there's like billions of atoms that makes up that blackboard. And if I shrunk myself to that size, it, it would be like a universe, right? Wow. And so it's like okay, so and so the concept that. It doesn't have volume. It's only a concept of man, right? So you have to be careful right away how, yes, you can use various, you know, axioms, concept to like write your math, right? Concept of physics and so on. Right. But you got to make sure that you don't forget the assumptions you made. And if those assumptions are concepts of man or if these assumptions are concepts of the universe like is the universe thinking like you're thinking right right so so then you make a line with the dots and you call it dimension one and then you make four lines you make a plane and you come call it dimension two and we write a lot of physics in two dimensions and then you slap six of these planes together and make a cube and you call it dimension three and then you say oh it has volume now it now it exists, yeah, yeah. but it, all you've done is in, you know, in your theory there, you, all you've done is you've done non-existence to the, to the third, right? You, you haven't, or to the fourth, like, you know, from the dot to the line, to the two-dimensional plane, to the three-dimensional world. Yes, you've enclosed volume with a plane that doesn't exist, mm. right? Right. which you've made with lines that don't exist, mm. which you've made with a dot that doesn't exist. So you've, you don't have existence yet. You haven't defined it. So what, it, what is existence? So that, that occurred to me when I was 10. And I, <laughs> I, I, I realized the only way to solve this is to realize that the only thing that exists is the dot. That the dot can be subdivided and subdivided. And there's like some fractal nature to the to the particle to the to the dot to the point so you say so you're saying like a, a cell or a dot or whatever you can break down and break down and break down exactly to infinity 
Exactly. Exactly. And is there a, a lesser and smaller particle or there's, atom or there's whatever? There's nothing in physics that tells you that you wouldn't be able to break it down to infinity. Really? In fact, there's a lot in physics that are saying that's exactly what the universe does. Like, for instance, in black holes, you know, at the center of a black hole, you have a, what's called a singularity. Not the mathematical singularity at the event horizon, at the center, um, you have a singularity that has infinite density. So, you know, the idea, and, and there's a lot of infinities that show up in physics everywhere, and physicists in general try to avoid them or ignore them or get rid of them, but they, they show up. And um, in and mathematics too. In right? mathematics, yeah. isn't pi like infinite or something? They, like... Well, that's yes, exactly. And there's many constants like this, but as well, there's um, there is a natural uh, behavior of material. Like for instance, like um, you know, this is accumulation of small things. Yes, this table. This table. Yeah. So. Your accumulation of small things, uh -huh. right? There's a 50 to a, to 100 trillion cells in your body wow. right now. And, you know, that's not a small number. That's a large number. And what is one cell made up of? And then one cell is made up of about 100 trillion atoms. And then what's one atom made up of? Well, that's debatable, you see. Uh, it's made of protons and electrons and neutrons, okay, which neutrons are like, you know, disguised proton. If you scatter them out, they become proton again. Um, and, you know, so you got protons and electrons, basically, and, um, and these are made of subatomic particles, okay, that we're trying to understand using accelerators breaking protons. My opinion is that it's not the most effective way to understand what a proton is. Mm -hmm. It's like taking a Swiss watch and slamming it with the huge hammer, you know, and then when you got all the pieces apart, like trying to figure out how it was working before mm -hmm. you slammed it, sure, right? Sure. So, yeah, basically the complexity in your existence is very very high already mm -hmm. very very high so so understanding who you are you see because we have a tendency to say i'm one person but all of your cells that be a hundred trillion cells would disagree right like they would go wait you know there's a few trillions of us down here you know and they're all very highly coordinated they're mm. highly highly coherent right. they don't mess up they don't go wrong very much they are extremely capable at reproducing so you're reproducing about a million cells a second wow to stay alive wow. so th these are things about like learning about yourself mm -hmm. you know because when we say that the tendency is to think only about our consciousness or some spiritual knowledge or whatever but let's just start with the fact that you're constantly remaking yourself. You're constantly remaking yourself. And when you remake yourself, you're not messing up, mm. right? Like you're, you're remaking yourself in a very specific way. Like your heart cells, your liver cells, your mm -hmm. toe cells, they don't get confused mm. and start making a heart cell on the toe. And, you know, a toe cell in the heart would be 
catastrophic, you know, mm -hmm. like it, in a few hours, you'd be having a really bad day if <laughs> right. toe cells start to be produced in your heart, sure. right? So, so you can't, so this highly, highly coordinated behaviors uh -huh. that you see in nature. Right. So with, uh, with understanding this, so people aren't thinking, okay, I'm made up of hundreds of trillions of cells and those cells are made up of hundreds of trillions potentially of atoms and all these different things and particles yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah. And it's all coordinated and working together. Exactly. Uh, so what are we? So and it, how do we? So so yeah. so you can get some. You can get some. Um, I speak French a lot these days, so I, I lose my English word. I'm sorry, but okay. You can get some um, some hints about what's happening. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host So listen, we all know life is full of yada yada, like those quote unquote free trials that somehow still charge your card for something or when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in the fine print. And I know you've dealt with yada yada before, like those bills that keep going up and up for no reason at all. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have somewhere else. And yes, it is possible to outsmart yada yada, like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is all already included, but you don't take yada yada in life. So don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. When you get a new car or a new home, your first reaction might be to say things like, oh yeah, or I can't believe it, or booyah. But what you really want to say is the one thing that can get you the help you need. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm is there with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. With a State Farm agent, you know someone is there to help you choose the coverage you need. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits for you. And when you need ways to get help, State Farm gives you options there too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com where their award-winning app State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. See, in biology, for instance, there is no solid explanation on how cell differentiation happened. Like how does cell know what to do, right? You start with one cell, Right, you get a sperm that enters an egg, and then next thing you know, the thing starts creates. to blossom. Right, it's not; it's making cell like. How does it know what to do? Yeah, like like a bat out of hell, it's making cell. How does it and, know that? Yeah, and it knows what to do because it starts making brain cells and heart cells and all and liver cells, and it's doing its thing. There's nobody there 
right? There's no environmental information in, like, if you just took, like, the fluids of the, of the embryonic fluids mm -hmm. and so on, like, there's no information there that would say, like, oh, you got to make a heart now, you got to make a brain now, you got, and not only that, it's like every second of your life, you're continuing to remake yourself. So that only in a few months, you're not the same guy. You, you're not the same girl. You're not the same guy. You, you've remade yourself. You've completely remade yourself. And you've remade it in a very specific way because you're, you and I, we're not, we don't look the same. Right. Right? So you're getting a set of information that's different than mine. Yes. Okay? Because you're not making the same set of arrangements right and same functions but not the same set exactly we can walk and we can talk we have arms we can pump blood exactly see. the principles basic principles are the same mm -hmm. right but the details are different right and it's the same thing it's the same thing with every tree on the planet it's the same tree thing with every grass of blade of grass on the planet it's it's the same with everything right and so you have this really highly complex system that is completely uh functioning as one very highly uh advanced if you'd like sure. you know organism Right. If whether you're talking about the whole planet or you're talking about one human being mm -hmm. or or one animal or one blade of grass. Right. And in physics, we're told that all this happened under random function. That's what it's said in physics. Yeah. And in biology. It's all random. It's all random. Mm -hmm. Accidental that we got here. Exactly. When I was reading early on physics and biology and I was studying biophysics and all this stuff, they kept on saying is um, um, mathematical fluctuation. And it's like basically saying it's a fluke, mm. right? But if you do fluke calculations on that, you don't get even one microbe. Since the beginning of what we can see was seemed to be the beginning of time for our evolution, okay? Yep. We don't have enough time to make one monocellular cell, okay? Like the probability of, you know, all the right elements coming together, and I've made those calculations and they're published, okay, is, is 10 to the 9, I think, uh, it, was, it was 1 to 1 to 10 to the um, 5,996 or something. Okay. Okay? Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculously large sure. number. Okay, it, it, if you don't understand exponentials, oh no, it was 8,896, right? Okay. 10 to the 8,896, right? So if you don't understand exponentials, um, 
you might have noticed in your bank account, I mean, when you add zeros, it changed fast, right? Yeah. So those are the number of zeros wow. after the one, right? So there's like 8,000, right. 800. That's a lot. It's a lot of zeros. Because when you get in the high numbers, every time you add a zero, it's, mm -hmm. it's a big change, it's a lot right? More. It's yeah, exponential. Yeah. And so this, this, like to give you an idea, the size of the universe is big. Okay, the, you know, the, the sun is not even visible in our galaxy because it's too small. Okay, the earth is like a, a sand, piece of sand beside the sun, right? So it's way small. Just to give you an idea of size, the universe is huge, right? It's incredibly huge, hard to fathom how big it is. Okay, well, in centimeters, which is small, the universe has a radius approximately 10 to the 28, mm. okay, in centimeters. Right. Okay, so 20 to the, 10 to the 28 is already a huge number. Right. 10 to the 8,000, no matter what comes after the 8,000, like it's huge. insane. Right. That's the probability that um, the correct elements for monocellular life you know, the basis, what would be needed for monocellular life would emerge. Mm. And then if you were out of luck, it would somehow miraculously happen, okay? And uh, a rock would fall and squish it. Okay. And then you'd have another trillions of sure, years sure. before it could happen again. So, so the fact, right. the probability that it's that it's random is 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 basically zero. So, with all this information, you know, and that's just uh, scratching the surface of I'm sure what you could share with us. With all of that information to set the context, right? What do we need to know and do to support us? in creating, attracting, or manifesting more of what we want in this dimension. Well, I was getting to that. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so that gives you a hint. Yes. Okay, if it's not random, okay, so why is the scientific community insisting that it's random? Because science was devised as a way to get away from religion. Oh. So if it's not random, then the first, I mean, it's the biggest fear of any scientist is that somebody's going to say the word God, right? So that, so, <laughs> so somebody's going to say, oh, well, it's because it's God that's taking care of organizing everything, right? Well, there's another alternative. What's that? <laughs> okay. It's called feedback. Mm. The system is learning about itself. There's feedback mm -hmm. of information. When you have feedback in an equation, the equation can and produce massive amount of complexity in a very little amount of time. Mm. And it's, those equations are, um, you know, fractal equations that are, you know, like beautiful, but as well that produce geometry that we see in nature everywhere. Yes. So that's another hint. Wow. You got an equation here that has feedback in it, right? It's called recursiveness. So you take the answer and you feed it back and you take the answer and you feed it back, right? That produced huge amount of complexity from a simple set of information. And when you look at nature, you see that 
feedback happening in front of your eyes, meaning you look at the branches of a tree, you look like the rendering for worlds, you know, in Hollywood, when they render worlds, uh, you know, like Avatar and all yeah. this stuff, when they do that stuff, they use engines that are running fractals because mm. they mimic nature. They, mm -hmm. you, they get very close to nature. Sure. So, so, so now you get a sense, wait, there's a feedback of information in this universe. Mm. It's not all random. It's not all isolated. There's information going out. There's information going in. Look at all of nature. You know, everything is adapting based on what it's getting. The environment. The environment. Uh -huh. Exactly. So it's not far from current theory, right. what I'm telling you. It's very much aligned with current theory. Right. It's just not being understood in physics appropriately, mm. not clearly. It's about to be. I'm about to publish a paper that does the job, nail in the coffin, you know. It's, but, I mean, I, I should not use that expression. It's kind <laughs> of macabre, you know. Right, right. <laughs> but um, basically, does a job. Sure. But So basically, you, you realize I know it's a long journey I took you on there no, to I answer like your question. I like it, though. I'm we got to set the context. Yeah. But you ask a deep question. Yes. And so I'm giving you an answer commiserate with a question because it's, you know, it, it requires some thinking. But um, so all of a sudden you realize you have this feedback. And you see it in your life all the time, right? You, you adapt to what's happening. It's cold outside, you put a coat on, right? Like, it's hot, you take stuff off. You, you know, you, like your interaction with, you know, your friends, your partners, mm -hmm. your, you know, it, it's all relationships. And so you start to realize, wait, the whole thing is a relationship. The universe, life, existence, consciousness, all of it is a relationship of everything talking to itself, talking, you know, to each other, which is itself, because it's a universe, <laughs> right? The idea that you can, for instance, investigate the universe, which you're in, without investigating yourself is thus flawed. Mm, so can you say that one more time? The concept that you can investigate the universe, which you're in, without investigating yourself is flawed. So what is the simple path to manifesting? You have to understand that deeper you go inside yourself, larger influence you have on the universe. Where should we be going inside of ourselves? What questions should we be asking? What should we be looking at? How should we? Just, even just a simple awareness like a, a, taking a simple moment in your day to be aware of your biology, for instance. Like to, be, to become aware. And they, you know, this is why masters have come throughout the ages and told us, you know, concentrate on your breathing, concentrate on like meditate, take time. Like even if it's five minutes during the day to like go inside, like shut out the, the outside world. 
and go into that 99.9999999% space. space, which is inside of you, mm -hmm. which is full of energy. <laughs> it's full. So empty it, space, it, but full of energy. It's not empty. Right. It's space without the empty in front of it. Right. So it's full space. Mm, full space. Yeah. Plenium. Right? So inside of you. And when you're going inside of you. Right. If you're, let's just close your eyes and you're thinking inside of you, where is the inside of your mind? Is it in your body? Is it in your consciousness? Are you go where are you going right. with your thinking and your consciousness? Okay, so now you're getting to the point where <laughs> you're wanting to go to consciousness. But let's do that. Okay, okay, go but ahead. The, but the you have to follow the equations right. to understand. You know, otherwise you're lost again, okay. right? So you want to know, like, where am I going? What am I, right? Well, first of all, now you've defined yourself a little differently. You know you're an oscillating body, you're an oscillating structure of space-time, like you're at the quantum scale. You're making boundaries. You, you've made boundaries, you, and you're replacing those. Mm -hmm. you're, it's not a static thing. It's happening, right? It's constantly happening. And you're burning carnally. You're burning thermodynamically and all this. And you're starting to get the sense that, like, you're interacting with a field, okay? So... The inner field and the external field. Yeah, well, it's unclear. Remember, you can't, you can't separate. Uh-huh. Because we're all inside the universe. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so the, the, you, you, you can't isolate. You're not isolated. You're exchanging across boundaries mm -hmm. there's an exchange yes. that's happening so you say okay i'm a, so let's think of it in physics a little bit you're an oscillating crystal mm -hmm. like that crystal radio and you're tuned to a very specific frequency yes in this field you're making very specific waveforms even if i was like you know resonance equations are based on your physical nature Mm -hmm. You know, even if I was trying to find the fundamental resonance of you, it wouldn't be the same as me, as him. You know, like nobody would have the same fundamental resonance because we're all made differently. Yes. So, but, so, so you can think of it, of yourself all of a sudden as a little bit as like an antenna, right? Yes. This like, body. This body okay. is like the oscillating crystal antenna, like, you know, and... Uh, a transceiver it receives and transmit receives and transmit okay. right it's not just a receiver it's not just an emitter but it, it receives and transmit right so it's a transceiver right and so it it it's um and it's tuned to a very specific frequency and that frequency is not a solid it's varying right it varies with your heartbeat, with your breath, with, mm. you know, all the fluids that are going through your vein. It's like all the fluids are going up and down your spine, the fluids that are moving in your brain, you know, like. So it's tuning into a frequency based on the information you're giving it. Right. Right. So right. based on thoughts, feeling, breath. Exactly. What's happening, how much energy you're creating internally yeah. and physically. It's tuning into different frequencies. Right. And, and these biorhythms, 
What influenced them the most? The biorhythms of your body. Thinking. Thinking a your little emotions. bit. Emotions. Right. Your state of emotional. Yeah. Your, your way of being. Your, your, inner, your, your way of being. Yes. Your thoughts. But your thoughts influence your emotions. Of course. And your emotions influence your thoughts. Uh-huh. Which uh-huh. ones influence more? Uh, I would say your emotions. Your emotions influence more your thoughts. Yes. So you shift Absolutely. your emotions, shift your thoughts. You shift your thoughts. This is what thing. all the masters have been saying throughout the ages. Mm-hmm. Nothing different. Right. They just didn't have the physics. They couldn't right. write it in Greek. For it was, it was spiritual, philosophical, philosophical. Yeah. Yeah, modalities. Modalities. And it was extrapolated to the material world as in that's how the world works, but without the, the, physics, the, the physics, the math, the understanding of, okay, how, how is that true? Like many masters, for instance, said everything is one, but they're like, how is that true? Okay, well, this equation tells you. Never mind that. Okay, so your thoughts so, and your feelings influence your frequency. Right. In the field. Exactly. And the, and the field influence your thoughts and your, and, and your feelings. Your perception of what's happening. Exactly. Your interpretation. Your interpretation. Uh, so you're getting feedback. Like yes. You have little black holes in your eyes that are <laughs> sucking up photons, right, yeah. and shifting them into your brain, yes. you know, there's all kinds of sensory system, there's all kinds of things that are happening that you're interpreting mm-hmm. and that are, is modifying your thoughts and your feelings. Right. And then as you modify those thoughts, you act on those. So now you're radiating into the field, right, by acting on those. So to answer your question, is moving or thinking more <laughs> important, kind of goes together. Sure. And then... So when you're influencing the field, then the field feeds back to you, right? You put your hand on the stove, it's hot, you'll realize... Feedback. Not a good idea. That relationship does not work for you. Exactly. This is not a good relationship. (laughs) You have to modify how you relate to this. So, you you know... Okay. You see? And, And so then... So then you realize something that is a fallacy in spiritual uh, knowledge, that, um, yes, you have an influence on the field, but so is everything else. Everything else is influencing the field. That's right. As well. So there's a consensus field. So right, it's not yes. like you can just say I'm gonna manifest this. I'm gonna influence everything, and, yeah, and yeah. I'm gonna like the universe gonna ignore everybody else and just do mm-hmm. what you want, mm-hmm. right? Right. Because if you're too hot and you say, "Well, I want to turn down the heat from the sun," the guy in Alaska is freezing over there. So I turn it up, and he's like, "Dude, like, wait a minute, your reality is not happy with mine, right?" So how do we influence so, our field to get what we want?
Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. So so first of all, we got to extract. Like, So you see now we're getting clarity. Uh-huh. So now we got to extract like one principle that you find in spiritual knowledge all the time says... Um, you create your reality. Incorrect. Okay? What do you create? You, 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 create, you create a consensus reality with the universe. A conscious reality or what? A consensus. Consensus. Yeah, what like mean? it, it means it, it's common to everybody. It's, uh-huh. it's in interaction with everybody. So you create your reality and the universe create you. Right. Mm. So it, there's a feedback. Right. There's not it's not a one way thing. If everybody created their own reality, we would never meet. Mm. There would be no consensus reality. We would never meet. You would be in your reality a and, it'd be, world. and it'd be perfect. Right, right, right. <laughs> it, it would be perfect. It would be exactly what you want. And I'd be in mine and I'd be creating exactly what I want. And I might not know about you, so I'm not going to necessarily create you in my reality, mm. right? So we would be completely isolated. It's exactly the opposite mm. of spiritual teaching. Mm. <laughs> it's right. exactly the opposite of spiritual teaching. Sure. So, it, it, so, so what is creation is interaction. Creation is relationship, right? How may difficult it may be, it is relationship. Mm. And it is... Same thing as manifesting then? Yeah. Manifesting, manifesting is relationship. Relationship with the whole, right? The whole so, you, the whole it, the, the whole, whole everything. You, the whole it, the whole everything you basically have to learn to be in the flow, mm-hmm. right? Because the flow may not be something that you're able to process directly, meaning the field has a flow and it's bringing you somewhere and your intent may not be aligned with that. And if it's not, you're like pedaling against the universal flow and you're not going to have a good day. Mm. So you're not going to win that because there is uh, scaling relationships. There is, there is hierarchy in the universe. Hierarchy? Hierarchy. Um, it's a French word, but it's in English as well. I'm not pronouncing it properly. It's like when you have, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the boss is the highest hierarchy. Guy. Hierarchy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't know if I was hierarchy like the years of the universe or something. I was like, <laughs> no, no, no. Is this a physics term I'm not aware of? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
So, 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 for instance, hierarchy, hierarchy means like, like just a gross one. The sun, um, you know, the Earth decides to blow up. Okay, it blows up. Okay, the solar system, the sun specifically, wouldn't even notice. No, right? It's a it hierarchy. Would, yes. It would go. It would go. And it'd be like, oh, <laughs> what was that? Oh, that was the Earth. It's gone. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right? It's so it, small compared to it. Yeah. yeah. Like you step on an ant, it, you don't necessarily notice, but you just ended a life. Yeah. Right? So, the, you know, the sun is having a bad day and sends a flare, which is just a little teeny flare. Like for the sun, it's just one little like burp. It burps towards the earth <laughs> and bam, we lose the atmosphere. We lose everything like, right. you know, so, so there's relationships that are very specific scaling factors. These scaling factors come out in these equations. That's why I can scale the equation from the Planck scale to the universe and get the right answers. So this very specific scaling. So, so you have to flow. Mm. You have to flow with the universe. And yes, if, if your wants, and when you flow, that means you, you're starting to feel what the, what the universe wants from you. How do you know what the universe wants from you? Because when you think about it, when you feel it, it gets you really excited. Now, what if something, okay, I love this. Now, what if there's something that you feel like you're supposed to be doing, mm -hmm. but you're afraid and you doubt yourself, you don't believe yourself, you don't, or you, you're afraid of the failure that might come from it. Right. The embarrassment. So is that something you should lean into, even though so, you know it's potentially going to be a greater outcome, or do you stay comfortable because it feels better to be in this flow? where you don't take the jump, the leap, the uncomfortable relationship that you have to have to move forward. So when I, I want to clarify yes. that when I, talk, when I talk about flow right now, uh -huh. I'm not talking only metaphorically. Yes. These equations are literally flow dynamics like circulation equations okay. in physics. Okay, so that field is flowing. Uh -huh. You know, I said, you might be pedaling up the flow uh -huh. and you're not having a good day. What you just described is the contrary. You're, well, you're not pedaling up the flow, but you're trying to stop in the flow. Mm -hmm. right? The flow is saying go and you're, you're saying, no, I'm going to be comfortable. I'm yeah. going to be comfortable. I'm going to stop. And that's not going to give you good results neither. Right. In both cases, there is friction if oh, you'd like sure. there's thermodynamics is like there is there's entropy feedback, there's feedback this feedback <laughs> two by fours you uh -huh. know hitting you behind the head you know to like move on right like you, events in your life will occur that will push you uh in those directions and you might never you might never realize that you know that it um, that it's the time to flow yes. until you're on your deathbed and you go, why did I resist? Like, why, mm. why, you know, did I not 
do that? Why, why, you know, like, why did I not go for it? Yes. And it's kind of too late, you know? Sure. The flow is getting you somewhere else, right? Mm -hmm. And you're not going to be able to flow with that body the way you were flowing. Right. What's the best way to listen or be aware of the flow we're supposed to be moving into? So that's why you have to take the time to explore the flow within you. Mm -hmm. This is where it's at. Because remember, your antenna, right, for you to get the information, you got to tune it. Mm. You got to tune it good. And how do you tune your antenna good? You got to, you know, we just discussed, like, your emotions, your thoughts, and all this are going to make the antenna be really coherent or be really erratic. And then it's like you got the radio station off the radio station. Now you got a lot of noise, right? A lot of static. A lot of static. It's like, and you don't know where to go. You don't know what to do. How do you tune your antenna? How do you personally do it? Like what's your practice? Oh, since I'm 11, I've meditated really my whole life yeah uh, at least five minutes a day yeah and what what does that do for you when you you quiet everything down so that you don't have so much you know influence from the outside field so that you can listen to the inside field for that part that's going out like how like what you are so that you can express it out you Mm. have to get that part and what, so, and what is that voice inside of you? Where is that coming from? So when so this is part of the equations I will write after this paper because this paper is already a big chunk. But I started writing them in biophysics with other biophysicists. Um, you know, you can extrapolate these equations to show that when you dis- there's an equivalence in physics between energy, the flow, right, and information. Right. So um, so that voice is the information that's coming in you that you're tuning into. Interesting. Right. It's like the radio station. Uh huh. That's the voice, the voice of you. Yeah. Now, why is your voice different than mine if it's one field? Why? Because in an infinite fractal. Every point observes the universe from a different perspective. Point of view. Exactly. Mm. So we're all getting a different set of information. (laughs) That's crazy. And that's all of us getting a different set. And I don't mean just humans. Yes. All things getting a different set of information is what makes the global thing be what it is. Mm. See, it's feedback. So you see these differently than I do, right? Mm -hmm. Because you see that side, I see this side. If I have a wheel between you and I spinning, I will swear, and I I would bet you millions of dollars that it's going clockwise, and you would swear the exact contrary. Mm. So who's right? Both of us, from our interpretation. That's right. And that's all there is, is relationships in the field. There's... And that's what makes everything what it is, is mm. the relationship, the exchange of information. And it's not happening at the speed of light. It's, it's happening 
at the speed of entanglement, which is instantaneous. Entanglement. Entanglement. I, we measure it in quantum physics, right? We can see that particles can be entangled, and it doesn't matter if they're across the universe from each other. If you modify one, the other one changes. Really? Yeah, instantaneously. It's called entanglement. So we actually measure the fact that things are connected that way. Okay? So the whole universe is entangled through this field. <laughs> and the exchange of information in this, and these are straight up the equations I wrote, okay? And the exchange of information, listen per carefully, the exchange of information across the universe through all these nodes, like all the points, any points you choose, right? Is the energy of the system in that local region, meaning the energy, so, so let's, I'll give you the example. Take a proton. Okay. You calculate how many Planck information bits there is in that proton, every little oscillation. You know that an E equals mc squared, right? So a little energy is a mass, right? So you can calculate the mass of all the little Planck inside the proton. When you do that, you get not approximately, exactly, the mass of the universe. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's crazy. So all the other protons <laughs> in the universe are expressed inside one proton. That's crazy. Okay, because it's entangled. And, but what we measure, the mass of the proton clearly is not the mass of the universe. Right, of course. Is only the information that's able to exchange across the membrane of the proton. And when you do that calculation, remember I told you the equation is a surface-to-volume ratio? You do that calculation, you get the exact mass of the proton and the exact radius if you modify, you know, if you change the units. And when I did that, I calculated it. The, the radius was 4% smaller than what they were measuring at the time and what standard model predicted. 4% is huge discrepancy, mm. right, in quantum physics. As I was telling you, we measure with 12-digit accuracy, so 4%, you're in another universe. Well, I predicted that they were wrong by 4%, right? Because my equation was good for everything else, so it could not be wrong for the radius of the nuclei of the atom, the proton. And shortly thereafter, they measured it more precisely in an accelerator in Switzerland, and I was correct. And now, that value is the standard value for the radius, the proton. Wow. And so, you know, those are the kinds of things that confirms uh, physical theory and make them standard model, right? They will. This, this will end up being the standard model. Wow. It, it's, it's, it's for sure because of what I wrote. It's not published yet. I don't know how long the journey is going to be for them to, like, get it, but I think it's going to be pretty short because the paper I'm about to mm. publish is, it's just straightforward. Right. No, there's nothing you can do about it. It's wow. a done deal. Wow. So, so, but basically, you know, you can, so, so you have the universe in terms of information inside you. Right. Not in, inside one of your protons, inside all, all of, of your protons. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you're connected. Yes. The network is happening. You're already there. It's how well you're able to tune into it. That's the key, huh? 
Yeah. Tuning in, essentially listening to, to what it's saying. And where you're supposed to flow into. That's right. Where you're supposed to go into, right. where the flow is for you. Yeah. The natural world does it really well because clearly it's doing a really good at listening because it's making me and it's staying really coherent for a long time. Right. A tree is coherent. And yeah. An apple is coherent. The so. cells are making the right thing uh -huh. so they're flowing the right way, right? So the best way I'm hearing for, you, for us <clears throat> to tune into where we should go into the flow for us individually is through getting really still, quieting out the static, and tuning in and listening. And then when, when there's coherence, or when we feel something connects to us or resonates with us or aligns to us individually, go, go into that. Go. No matter how scary it is, no matter how uncomfortable it is, no matter if your friends and family say you're crazy, don't do that. We're never going to love you again if you do this. You're insane. Trust. We'll never speak to you again. You're going to lose all your money. You're going to die if you do this. You're still saying we should lean into that flow. Trust 100%. What is on the other side? 100%. Of, what is on the other side of that flow? This Trusting is, that by flow. the way, that's the concept of faith in the religious. Uh -huh. It's not faith of some guy or whatever. It's faith that you are being led. Right, that you're moving. Who with is leading you? The universe. Everything else. So that you take your place. Gosh, wow. So that you are a good will works for the universe. That you're helping. That you're going with. You're learning. You're growing. You're changing. You're transforming. You're, you're informing the whole thing. Because it's not just that you're listening to the, the whole thing, the universe in each one of your protons, but you're actually influencing the whole thing by moving your proton, by doing things, by thinking things. By doing the thing that you're supposed to do. Right. And more you align with that field, of course, more of an influence you have on it. And right? the more you manifest and attract in that the field. field. What you want to attract. But when we go against... Because you're aligning. But when we go against that flow, which means we're going against the voice and the alignment and the coherence within us, it's harder to manifest and attract is what I'm hearing you say. Right. It takes longer times. Well, most people, I mean, a lot of people don't even know there's a voice. Like the first step is to become aware that there is a voice, mm -hmm. you know, like because it's happening on automatic. Yes. Right. So to just become aware, wait, there's a voice. You know, and follow that lead. Like we're, you know, mm -hmm. like tune the antenna. Like I want to hear more clear. Because right. people talk about that voice, you know, like they talk about a gut feeling or an mm -hmm. instinct or mm -hmm. whatever. And first of all, it's got to be made clear that all discoveries in the world came from that voice. Right, because it was like, ah, oh, I think I should do this thing. Let me tinker with it and go create it. Exactly. Right. Let like, me alchemize this idea, nothing, this feeling. Nothing new comes out of studying the guy before you. Right. Okay, you might study the guy before you to get to where they were. Information and feedback yeah. and build a relationship from but, that. to. Yeah. But if you're going to make a step mm. into the unknown for your planet, for instance, for the consciousness of your environment, of course, your parents and your friends and everybody are going to say you're, you've lost it, you're crazy, because you're going past mm. where they know. 
right? So yeah, in their comfort zone. In their comfort zone. And so you have to it, overcome so much. You have to overcome the whole morphogenetic field of the planet. <laughs> See, because the flow is influenced by the whole thing. Wow. So you have to, it's a significant thing. And then if you're going to change wow. the morphogenetic field of the planet, you better bring a lot of people with you, mm. right? So you got to convince other people to start thinking the way you do. Which is hard. Which is hard. It gets easier if you have physics to help. Sure. But, but then you have, to, you have to convince the physicists. Right. <laughs> and, and, and there's other influence. There's, there's, uh, there is um, uh, invested interest in various things in which, you mm. know, they understand what you're saying. Right. They just don't want it to come out. Right? Mm. So... So there's many things. Right. But certainly the first step is to realize there's a voice. And people think that voice is really... How many times have you had a voice inside you, like, say, don't do this, do this? <laughs> yeah, a lot of times. And you didn't listen. listen. But consequences, right? yeah, of course. I mean, Pain, it's, suffering, consequences. Yeah. You're going yeah. against what your nature knows it's supposed to do. Exactly. Right? Yeah. You're going against... Um, the flow. Yeah. The integrity of human nature, essentially. The flow of human nature. Yeah. And it, it can be as esoteric of, as, uh, you know, um, mm. the I'm speeding, I'm going yes. way too fast, yeah, yeah. and I can feel there's a cop well, that's going to catch me. Yeah, and there's a and, consequence. And I don't slow down and I get caught. Mm -hmm. Or I slow down, I listen to the voice, and then I pass the police and I go, oh, yeah. you know, I, I'm glad I listened, right? Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And it's your last chance to get more fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this limited-time bundle ends June 30th. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Now, you might say it's coincidental if it was very rare, you know, but it happens all the time right right like think in your life how many times you thought of somebody and they called you or you you know you mm -hmm. um you had a feeling you should call somebody and you called and it was just the right time for yeah, you to call or you listened to the voice and the voice told you turn left and instead of going right and you're like i'm going right why am i turning left and then you you listen and you meet the person you needed to meet for this other thing and you know like there's an amazing amount like so it's interesting also when you sometimes i've made the wrong choice yeah but it's taught me a lesson through the consequence that has led me it's given me the feedback to send me it out in a different direction of course if you were 
able to create your reality without the bother of anybody else, you would be bored within seconds, right? right? Like nothing would be happening. Mm. Like you would have your perfect reality, you'd be alone in it because it's not the other guy's perfect reality mm. and you'd be bored within seconds. But, but because it's all interacting, mm. you, this is how you learn. Mm. This is how you actually grow and transform. And this is how you learn, I said, remember, you literally are the universe. Right. This is how the universe learns. Wow. So then you start to think of yourself as an extension of space from the universe, learning about yourself. Like Einstein didn't quite say it that way because he was missing the feedback part, but, but he did say that all objects are an extension of space because he realized there was this field. Right right at uh, the Planck scale so so if you can I, I want to I want to wrap it up here in a second we <laughs> yeah. have to we have to give you back on at some point in the future Nassim because this is insightful and powerful and I, I don't even feel like we've scratched the surface on spirituality and physics and uh the field and quantum physics and 5d and 2d I, I feel like we could go so many places within the future on how to create and attract and manifest and how to be in the flow better um, but I'm hearing step one, realize there's a voice, pay attention to it and follow the voice. Right. If it's, uh, you know, in it's tune, a, yeah. don't follow an out of tune voice, but the right voice. Yeah. It has to be in tune. <clears throat> so yes. you gotta, you, you gotta tune the antenna yes. to the, the correct radio station. And what I'm hearing you say is a great practice is through s silence, stillness, meditation, some form of that practice where you are still yeah. quiet and allowing yourself to listen. Exactly. To the voice. Exactly. And practice calming your thoughts and your emotions so that you can hear internally right. what you need to hear. Because right. Because if you're never silencing it or calming it, it's going to be hard to tune in. And, and you think that it's really a small voice and hard to hear at first because you're not, there's a huge wall between you and the universe, right? But actually on the other side of that wall, it's screaming, right? <laughs> like the, 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 the flow is very, very strong. Yes. It's not hard to hear. It's mm -hmm. not hard to right. know where the flow is. Right. You know, a child knows very quickly when it's doing something right or when it's doing something wrong. You know, if, if people listened well to the voice in a society that's a little more advanced than this one, you don't need rules and regulations because there's natural rules. There's natural order. There's yeah. order. And you, you would follow the order. You, you would know. As nature order. does. Yeah, as nature does, mm -hmm. you know. And so basically... Listening is critical and understanding that it's mechanical. It's not esoteric, like mm. in some pink cloud floating over there. It's not like some, you know, concept that's really complicated that you can't get wrap your head around it. It's not it's physics. It's physics. And you have it all inside of you and you know it all. Like when I teach, I don't teach people, I teach you. I 
help them remember what they already know. Mm. This is why people that come to my conference and so on are so impacted. Like I get hundreds of letters of people from all around the world saying, oh my God, I'm so transformed. I can't believe I went to a conference on physics and I came out completely transformed. It's because it, I, it's not like I, I, I changed I change their life. I just had a relationship. Mm-hmm. I transferred and I, I give the information. They received information that reminded them, that brought up what's already inside them. So innovation comes from remembering, right? Who you are. Yeah. The deep relationship you have with the universe. Think of Einstein. Think of Tesla. Think of, you know, the greatest, like Swinger, others. Like all these people, if they wrote extensively about how it came from within them. Mm. It didn't come from... Yeah, they did some studying and all this to get to the place where they could tell where we were. But to make the, the next step, it's coming from inside you. Right. We're getting feedback and information from the outside, inside, and, and yeah. tinkering with whatever they're creating. That's right. From the inside. That's, this and is fascinating. So it's a force. Yeah. It's your, your force of mm-hmm. nature. Mm-hmm. And you have... The potential, but you don't necessarily express it, right? You might not express it in your life if you don't know. Mm. You might just spend your whole life thinking that you're some little bug isolated from the rest of the universe and that you have no power. Mm. You have zero power. That's what is taught to children every day, right, in schools and institutions, is that they have... The all information comes from the outside, right? Like learn this information, follow the rules. Yeah, yeah. Shut up and listen. And that um, you're and, and because people ask why there's not so many Einsteins, well, they they get killed in the womb, mm. right? And then that so you have that. Now, when you realize that, this is, this is the point of enlightenment, okay? When the Buddha was asked, Buddha, you say everything is the Buddha. Like, we're not understanding. We're the student. Clearly, we're not the Buddha. You're the Buddha. We're the student. We're not at your level, you know. What's the difference between you and us? We want to know about the difference, not the fact that we're all Buddhas. And, and so the Buddha answers, said, well, the only difference is that the Buddha knows he's the Buddha. If you don't know that you're the universe, that the universe is in every one of your particles, that you, you're connected to this incredible will works of nature, that there's a flow that runs through your life that is completely transcend any obstacle that you would ever imagine, right? Well, then you can't be that, mm. right? But, but the, the quality of the Buddha is that as soon as he knows, as soon as the Buddha knows, or she or whoever, as soon as you know you're the Buddha, 
right? The you're in the universe is you realize that everything is. Mm-hmm. Right? Everything is the Buddha. Right? So then the ego doesn't get in the middle of it and go, ah, you know, I'm gonna create and you know the rest of the people gonna have to s- submit, sure, right? Sure. You, you understand? Like now you you get it. You know, sure, you know, the person in front of you might not have that level of awareness yet, but you do. You can tell mm-hmm. they have that potential. Sure. Right? And then in the context of all that, you have to remember you're going to fail. Mm. You got to remember you're going to fail. You're going to fail over and over and over again. Meaning, you're going to get upset, you're going to get mad, you're going to scream, you're going to say the wrong thing to the wrong person, you're going to, you know, whatever. You're going to do things that you're not in your highest flow to do. Yes. The only difference is that how long does it get take you to get back into the flow, mm-hmm. right? How long does it get you... <clears throat> take you to remember that they're the Buddha too and mm-hmm. you know that you know they're in they're observing the universe from their own perspective right and you know that that's part of the whole as well it's part of all of it it's part of all of it and accepting but, accepting it accepting it not judging it exactly and even at the global level when you look at everything that's going on right now in the world it's really difficult and it's really easy, especially if you're listening to five o'clock news, to get extremely discouraged. Yes. And as well influenced, not necessarily in the right way. Right. And so it's critical that you remember that it's all part of it. Mm. It's critical that you remember that there's a flow and it's going somewhere. Mm. And it's going to an amazing place. Mm. It's going to an amazing place. It's going to a place that it's hard to imagine right now. But I, you know, the place where you have infinite amount of energy, infinite amount of capacity to move around, meaning you have gravity control, you have infinite amount of energy in all your devices, you have wow. most likely extension of life to hundreds, thousands of years. Um, you have a completely different civilization. Because wow. when you understand these principles, then it's not that hard to connect your technology to it. See, this is amazing. I appreciate, uh, <clears throat> appreciate you sharing uh, and hopefully opening a lot of people up to the first couple steps. We have to get you back on in the future sometime. But I want to ask you two final questions before I ask them. I want to make sure people follow you because uh, you put out a lot of interesting videos on your social media and also your website, NassimHarriman.com um, is the main place where we can um, subscribe or be a part of the website or is there anything no. else? Uh, the best website to go to currently is the Resonance Science Foundation. The Resonance Science Foundation? Uh, so it's ResonanceScience.org. Okay, ResonanceScience.org. Yeah, ResonanceScience.org. And they can register to a course there that I made free okay. during the, the lockdown uh-huh. <laughs> 
period. Uh, that uh, you can, there's seven modules, they're fairly extensive, you can read, there's all the references, you can understand the physics as well, there's a lot of philosophy and all this, and ancient civilization studies I've done and all this stuff. And uh, there's a seven module that was published, that's the latest papers I've published to date, and there's an eight module that's going to be published as soon as the paper is out, and that you got to look for. Um, so like register on the site and then read all this and then we have a forum you can discuss in the forum you, and then you know we have all kinds of events that we put up uh, where you can you know ask questions even and so on and uh, you know there's William Brown, there's Ines, um, there's other physicists and biologists and all this that are helping, mm -hmm. you know, and the team is getting bigger and I'm in the middle of setting up a whole new organization that's wow. going to kind of umbrella all these other organizations um, that is an international space federation. It's wow. called ISF. Wow. And it's, um, it, and it's a very... Um, it, it, it's the first space organization that's going for a whole new level of technology that's not based on burning, you know, fossil fuels. Wow. And so I'm, I'm really excited about that. And so look for that because it's going gonna, it's gonna to occur very, very soon. Resonance Science. Foundation.org. ResonanceScience.org. Yes. ResonanceScience.org. And, um, and uh, the International Space Federation is going to be at Space Fed, Fed. So space, F-E-D, spacefed.com. Got it. Yeah. So make sure we'll link up these. Make sure you guys get the free course, the seven modules, and the eighth module coming soon. Right. Um, check out spacefed.com. Check you out on social media. What platform are you on the most yourself on uh, social media? I, you know, we have a lot of stuff on, on Facebook. Uh -huh. um, we, we have, you know, some stuff on Twitter, some uh -huh. stuff on Instagram. Um, I personally uh, started to try to, like, get to Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am so completely swamped with everything <laughs> I'm doing right sure, now. Sure. It's really hard. Yeah. So, but I'm planning on being uh, putting more there, more and more um, uh, uh, dynamically interacting right. with people on Twitter soon. But we're publishing articles as well every week and every month. We publish multiple articles, and we have, um, you know, we have a monthly newsletter that's going to start happening in the next few months nice. and okay. so on. So people can stay in touch and connect across the world. Love you it. Know? Love it. We have another thing that's coming up, which is going to be, um, this has not been announced yet, but uh, this is going to be uh, um, a, a, an event that's on the internet, mm -hmm. so an uh, 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 internet uh, seminar that will be a weekend, two-day seminar mm -hmm. that will occur right after I publish to explain to everybody the paper okay. and the equations and all this in a really layman's work, uh, uh, you know, understanding so sure. that everybody can understand what the paper is saying. So that's going to come out and um, it's called Unity Revolution. 
Okay. So Unity Revolution is going to look look for that. Register on our mailing list and you'll get all this we'll information. ResonanceScience.org for yep. the mailing list and everything else. That's right. Uh, Nassim, two final questions for you. Um, this is a question. Well, before I ask these questions, I want to acknowledge you for your experience and your wisdom and your feedback and the information you're bringing to this field and to our community and to you know people listening and watching around the world. I think um, a Thank lot of you. people, you're welcome. And I think myself and a lot of people who listen or watch want to learn how to improve the quality of their life. And so they're seeking better answers. They're seeking better information to arm themselves and to support themselves into developing into the person they dream of. It takes courage. It's a lot of courage. And so I acknowledge you for bringing your 35 plus years of experience, wisdom, lessons, mistakes, failures. And I know you get a lot of criticism from lots of different industries or fields yep. of science. Of course. Based on trying to push the boundaries and trying to create new equations in a space where people don't like new. Right. And so I acknowledge you for having the courage to keep expanding beyond. Thank you. Because what it feels like to me from our first interaction is you're trying to help people. You're trying to help people understand themselves better, become better in nature, yeah. in, in the field of the universe, and uh, really step into the voice that they hear inside of them and lean into that. That's what my understanding of you is from our first interaction, which I hope is one of many. Uh, yes, I hope to. <laughs> uh, and, you know, it came from a wanting to know personally f as well first, yeah. you know. Um, you listen to your voice. Listening to my voice and then realizing, wow, I got to tell people. Mm -hmm. You know, people need to know about this. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate and acknowledge you. Um, this question is a hypothetical question. It's called Three Truths. So imagine you live as long as you want to live. You, know, you extend your life and for as long as you can, but for whatever reason, in this field of existence, your body goes away. Yeah. Right? Um, you get to create everything you imagine for the next however many years and live the life that you want. Yeah. But for whatever reason, in a hypothetical world, everything you've created disappears. Your papers, your work, this conversation, it's all gone. Mm -hmm. Hypothetical. Mm -hmm. But you get to leave behind three lessons that you've learned that you would want to share with the world. Three things you know to be true that you would give as information that all we have from you is these three things. What would be those three truths, hypothetically, for you to leave behind? Um, listen mm -hmm. to yourself. Listen deeply. Trust what you hear. Trust. No, you know, no. And then have the courage to take actions. Mm. Take actions, you know, on what you know, deeply know. I love that. Um, final question, Asim, what is your definition of greatness? Um, life. Hmm. Creation, life, yeah. is the most amazing thing. It's just an amazing miracle happening every second. It's just... Greatness is a given to all things, mm. to all beings. It's 
it's already there. Now, will it express itself? Maybe, maybe not, but it's there. Mm. Whether you know mm. it or not, whether whatever you think, you know, it, it's, it's amazing. I mean, just sit at the sunset and, you know, look at nature, you'll know greatness is yeah. part of the fundamental equation of creation, you know. Mm. Like, it's, it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's incredible. It's amazing, and and it you know that bring you know that brings another thing is spend time in nature. Yeah, spend time in nature. You know, sit with nature, and observe, and experience. You know the beauty, like it 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 feel it feeds your soul. Mm -hmm. It brings you closer to you. I hope today's episode inspired you on your journey towards greatness. Make sure to check out the show notes in the description for a rundown of today's show with all the important links. And if you want weekly exclusive bonus episodes with me as well as ad-free listening experience, make sure to subscribe to our Greatness Plus channel on Apple Podcast. If you enjoyed this, please share it with a friend over on social media or text a friend. Leave us a review over on Apple Podcast and let me know what you learned over on our social media channels at Lewis House. I really love hearing the feedback from you and it helps us continue to make the show better. And if you want more inspiration from our world-class guests and content to learn how to improve the quality of your life, then make sure to sign up for the Greatness Newsletter and get it delivered right to your inbox over at greatness.com newsletter. And if no one has told you today, I want to remind you that you are loved, you are worthy, and you matter. And now it's time to go out there and do something great. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And it's your last chance to get more fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this limited-time bundle ends June 30th. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Hey parents, Greenlight is here to take one big thing off your to-do list, teaching your kids about money. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, kids and teens learn to earn, save, and invest. You can send money instantly, set flexible controls, and get real-time notifications of your kids' money activity. Set up chores and put allowance on autopilot to reward them for their hard work. Then learn about the world of money together. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com podcast.